0: You're listening to Fantasy Frenemies, a new fantasy football podcast.
1: Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running, running. Running, and
0: context, and running, and So and running, and running, and you and your and We and running, and for and to and run all intellect and let the rhythm and I am all and started. I'm all run started. and and and
2: Welcome back to Fantasy Frenemies, everybody. This is episode 21, I believe. Wildcard Weekend happened. There was a lot of kind of boring games. Very, very sucky. Only, I think, two were actually any good. Um, But it's come and gone. We're approaching the sunset days of the season right now. Getting a little sad just thinking about it. But that means March Madness is coming up, which is also very cool. But, uh, the first of the games that was actually like pretty good was Raiders Bengals. Uh, Trevor, what were your thoughts about it?
0: I thought that the Bengals seemed, I mean, other than giving up a field goal the first drive, they kind of dominated. I feel like the entire first three and a half quarters of the game, um, the Raiders couldn't get much going until they scored a touchdown and then the Bengals decided to run three straight runs up the middle that got stuffed, um, but Joe Burrow was great. Jamar Chase was great. Uh, the Bengals, I know they have the Titans come this week. That's going to be a tough test for them. But it was good for the City of Cincinnati winning their first playoff game in 31 years. So I'll, I'll stick with that and let someone else talk about the officiating in this
1: game. So, Brian? Flags are dumb.
0: Yeah, it was Flags not a dumb. very well officiated game. Uh, one of the Bengals' touchdowns technically shouldn't have counted.
1: Maybe but it, it was, was tough. Off. I mean, it, t- if we're going by the letter of the The whistle blew as the... Like, very edge of his hand touched the no, ball. It, it made no impact. No, it,
0: it clearly blew while the ball was in the air. But it, it really didn't play It made zero impact on the play. And I get it. If You know, it's probably harder to hear on the actual field than people listening at home because those whistles – all the refs have microphones and those whistles are enhanced a little bit. So – Um, it's technically probably should have been called back and they should have redone the play, but it was clearly a touchdown. Joe Burrow was in bounds, very obviously in bounds, and it was a great play by the receiver and Joe Burrow. Um, but there were some other calls that were not great in that game, um, just on both teams and the officiating was, was not good. That officiating crew is no longer official officially in these uh, playoffs. So that's at least a good sign that the NFL also agreed with everybody watching the game. Um, but other takeaways include, for me, the Bengals should throw the ball a lot more and run the ball a lot less because Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and CJ Uzoma, they're all very good at football, and they're very good at throwing and catching the football, and they should do that only because the Bengals' offensive line is not good at blocking. So Joe Mixon might be a talented running back, but he's not going to get too much going and get behind that offensive line, and Joe Burrow is amazing. And compared to other quarterbacks who made their playoff debuts, he was the best, I think. Um, Like Kyler and Jalen Hurts both looked terrible in their own debuts. And Stafford was all right, but he didn't need to be good. The Rams just kind of blew out the Cardinals just from the the jump. But, yeah, Joe Burrow looking really good. What were your thoughts, Brandon?
1: I mean, the Bengals looked good. But, I mean, actually, Joe Burrow looked really good. It's obvious watching the Bengals that, that the complete roster is not a Super Bowl caliber roster by any means. Because they, although they, if you watch it start to finish, the Bengals played better. They were the better team, but they let the Raiders hang, hang around the entire game, which is the Raiders and Derek Carr's calling card. Because they are never out of any game ever, but they never look like they're going to win. It's amazing. They did it all year. I thought they were going to pull it off again at the end, but the play calling down the stretch was Awful. How are you gonna run four curl routes all short of the end zone on the last play of the game? He read it was two curls and two flats. He read two flat all routes. Short of the end zone. <laughs> it was an
0: awful play. It was far. short of the first down line, too. <laughs> like I get it if you wanna want get a first down, but even then, not a good not a good decision.
1: Oh yeah. But uh kind of echoing what Brian said. Oh not Brian, uh, Trevor said, happy for the Bengals, happy for Joe Burrow. Excited to watch him next week, and I'm Actually, even more curious what the Raiders do this offseason because they need to save Derek Carr or else he's just going to waste away like any other slightly above average quarterback.
0: I think the best thing for the Raiders organization is to trade Derek Carr now while his value is high. Because once you pay Derek Carr after next year, you're not going to be able to build this roster up unless it's through the draft. And they've shown they're not good at that. Um, And so – Especially first round. And their roster is – Bad. It's a bad roster. Like, they could get seven new defensive starters and be, like, marginally better defensive starters and be a significantly better defense. They could also get four offensive line starters and be a significantly better offensive line. And their only receiver outside of Hunter Renfro is, like, Zay Jones, and he's a free agent. And then you got Darren Waller, obviously. He's very good, but he's been hurt this year. Um, so I think you got to take advantage of Derek Carr's value now, get a couple first rounder picks and just try and rebuild this roster from the ground up because once you pay Derek Carr 40 million, which is what he's going to get, he's going to get 40 plus million because Jared Goff has 35 million, he's significantly better than Jared Goff. So, you're not going to be able to build a roster with a $45 billion quarterback who's not like a Patrick Mahomes or a Justin Herbert or a Joe Burrow level kind of quarterback.
2: That's fair. And there are a lot of quarterback needy teams.
0: Yeah. You could get a lot them. for Derek Carr, and I think it would really jumpstart, especially if you bring in a new GM, new coach, who are actually competent at drafting. Because you got, you did this once when uh, you traded Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper, and you got a bunch of picks, but you wasted them because none of those players turned out to be good. I forgot they had Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack. Yeah, they traded them both mm-hmm. and got, I think, three first-round picks and a couple others, and it turned into, like, Josh Jacobs, who was fine, Jonathan Abrams, who's not on the team or like barely playing, um, and then what? Alex Leatherwood. No, Alex, Alex Leatherwood. Would. I think that but was their own.
1: Pick. Damon, um, Damon Arnett. Damon Arnett was their in the own NFL pick that they got. Cleveland Farrell, yeah.
0: Or he's Farrell. He's not good. Whatever. He's not good. Yeah. It's just you didn't get. I mean, Henry Ruggs was another first round pick that they had, and he's not in not in the league anymore. I forgot um, that
2: happened this year. Yeah.
0: So I think the Raiders need to. If they want to have long-term success and not be like a middling 6-7 like win team from now on, they need to blow it up. Because they're not going to compete with this roster and Derek Carr in their division. I mean, Justin Herbert and the Chargers are going to get better. Um, the Chiefs are always good. And if Denver gets Aaron Rodgers or any other quarterback and becomes – they already have a better roster than the Raiders. If they get an average quarterback to above-average quarterback, they're better than the Raiders. So –
2: Speaking of kind of sucking, though, in probably besides Kansas City Steelers, the biggest blowout of the Bills and Patriots that probably a lot of people weren't expecting based on the two games they played prior. And I know it was like insanely freezing and everything, but the Bills, they took out some aggression over the past 20 years that that was built up and they were they were not holding back. What, What did you think about watching that one, Brandon?
1: I think Mac Jones made too many mistakes, especially early. I mean the the Patriots' mo this year has been play good defense, run the ball, and Mac Jones doesn't make a big error. Like he doesn't he doesn't do anything crazy good, but he doesn't make a big error, and that's how they kept winning so many games. Well, the Bills stopped him from running the ball, and Mac Jones made multiple big errors, and that all happened in rapid succession. And the Bills played a perfect game. Honestly, they were never, the Pats had no. They were, they were never going to win that game, but they could have made it close if they were able to run the ball and Mac Johnson turn the ball over. But the Bills played just about as good as they possibly can, and it was a beautiful thing to watch. It was really fun. They had a big man touchdown. <laughs> big it man. was officially a clowning. Yeah. 100% a clowning. It was
0: arguably the best quarterback performance in playoff history. Like, just statistically, statistically, like, what was Allen? 20-25 for 300-plus yards and five touchdowns? Five touchdowns. He had the same amount of incompletions as touchdowns. And he also ran for, like, 60 yards. Like, it, it was perfection offensively. Um, well, it was almost a perfect game, right? Seven well, drives, it, seven well, touchdowns. Te- I mean, if you want to say it wasn't because the last drive, the only drive that didn't score a touchdown, was a Mitch Trubisky kneel down. Kneel. Which is hilarious considering last year what Mitch Trubisky did in the playoffs. <laughs> Um but well, yeah. I think
2: it's the first time since like nineteen forty or if ever that every single drive ended in a touchdown, yeah, and that last one doesn't count, but like that's never been done before in any game, right,
0: like no interceptions, no turnovers, no punts or anything like, no field goals it,
2: unreal. unreal, unreal and over your division rival who's been clanning you for the past twenty years in
0: a playoff game in a playoff where game. yeah. You know, it's Bill Belichick. It's supposed to be the best coach of all time, best defensive play caller or or coach of all time. And you just clowned him.
2: (laughs) My favorite part, though, was uh, watching Mac Jones play with his breath in the cold. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He would just exhale and he was like, oh, he was like amazed by it. And that that was very funny. Speaking of not so good quarterbacking, though. Kyler Murray is doo-doo garbage that past game. He, he had, what, 28 it. passing yards. It was like 50% completion rating, uh, f- two picks, I think. And then OBJ was one of one for 40 <laughs> yards and had a, yeah. th- the better rating. More passing yards in that one attempt. That game was yucky, and it got yucky fast, but in a different way than the Bills Patriots
0: did. Uh,
2: yeah. Trevor. it was
0: re- I was say, it was just ridiculous. I mean... The offensive line of the Cardinals could not stop Aaron Donald or oh, anyone. They didn't
1: They didn't stop a nosebleed. It couldn't stop anything.
0: <laughs> Kyler you, Murray was scrambling
2: in that pocket all night. Did you see the one where Aaron Donald was coming and he just gave himself up? Because he's like, right, I'm going to get sacked right here. So he just went yeah. down before Aaron Donald. It was like, it was like Aaron him. Donald
0: and another D-line. It was two people coming at it. They both jumped up like this. And Kyler just went. <laughs> he just let me just sat down. On. I saw him pull the Carson Wentz where he tried to get rid of the ball and oh threw it right to the, and the <laughs> That was Gyanes. so funny. Were you guys watching the Manning cast at all? Yeah, and, and was, all of them so, were like, so, oh no! So it was, the, it was like Peyton and Eli asked The Rock, who was on it, how do you hype up the Cardinals for this third down play? <laughs> and he gave this whole speech to hype up the Cardinals. And then Kyler just throws a pick six. Just the worst pick six ever. And they're like, oh no. Like, I thought it was so funny. My fun. favorite
2: was... Uh, I think it was when they were down 31 11 or something in the fourth mm-hmm. and Russell Wilson was on and they're like so what? what is what should Kyler like to be doing right now and Russ is like oh yeah he should be like going up in the sideline be like there's we still got this there's still a chance and everything and right when he said that Kyler was just sitting sad on the bench all alone <laughs> yeah and I was like oh that well was an unfortunate that's a, that's
0: one of the criticisms of Kyler that people have had before is he is not very vocal he is not a vocal leader of the team he's not he doesn't Really talk too much He's a quiet guy uh, And when you get into this I feel like J.J. Watt Is like their Oh yeah leader Well he's been injured I feel like the last like Exactly So week, it's like Month and a half and he, Did he Did he really have an impact Yeah yeah he, he made game? a couple he? plays he had, like, he had a couple tackles For loss on run plays But Yeah But poor guy came back Worked so hard The past eight weeks yeah. and <laughs> one, one guy Who out. I do want to highlight Who came back from injury Cam Akers Tore his Achilles Like six months ago And he looked good like he looked explosive he looked powerful he knocked buda baker into next year which is a very very painful and and hopefully buda baker is all right but dang he was running very well um and to be coming off a torn achilles like a full i think it was a full tear of achilles in six months or seven months however long it was is crazy that is insane uh,
2: Philly, Tampa Bay happened. That's about really all I gotta say about that game.
1: It did occur. Mm-hmm.
2: It, it occurred. And Tampa won very handedly. Um,
1: Trevor, um, insert Jalen Rager meme.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's bad. This fucking guy. So, so now we can think about should Philly go with Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts. I mean, he beat some teams. They didn't beat a playoff team this year. They were like oh six against playoff teams. Um he didn't play particularly well in any game. He I, I don't think he like he individually won a game for Philly all year. Um do you, do you go with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback?
2: What? I'm just saying they got their all star future roster yeah, backed up. The first game he came in for when uh Jalen got hurt, it was insane. He was one of the best quarterbacks. Well
0: he he was playing against the Jets, wasn't he?
2: Um, that doesn't giants. count. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, any given Sunday, Brian. That's true. That's
0: very true. But the Phillies got three first round picks. You can make the you can help the roster out a little bit, but they're all in the teens, like they're like fifteen through twenty or whatever. I mean, last year, like you got like Jaden Davis at nineteen or something. Like you, you just don't have too many like big time impact players there, unless they're like skill position or quarterback. So if you're Philly, do you uh, what do you do? Do you keep with Jalen Hurts and just fill out the rest of the roster and run it back, or do you maybe trade for one of the quarterbacks that's going to be available, or, or what? What do you do?
2: I mean, they have three first rounds. You can work with those, but that's better than a lot of the other teams' draft capital. But I think for now, probably still just stick with Jalen Hurts see what happens, because they're a playoff team. They made the playoffs with that roster, and if they improve on this draft of those three first rounds, they do have a bright future, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts is not without his limitations. It's pretty obvious when you watch him play, but it came out this weekend after the game that Jalen Hurts, I think, had a torn ligament in his ankle or multiple torn ligaments, or something that was significantly hampering his mobility, which is who Jalen Hurts is. If he cannot run effectively, then Jalen Hurts sucks. That's it. It's simple as that. And the <clears> play <throat> calling didn't help him at all.
0: Yeah, not throwing to
1: your best receiver, Dwayne Smith. When the do classic, you classic, you I see my best player. Let's simply not give him the ball.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well... They yeah, definitely have a lot of lot to think about I agree, I think Sticking with Jalen Hurts and maybe Kind of moving some of that draft capital to next year And maybe not going all in On three rookies this year I think would be a very good idea Because then you get another year to figure Jalen Hurts out You're already a decent roster Then if you really don't think He's the answer next year You've got a ton of capital to go out And either trade for a quarterback or draft a quarterback In what's supposed to be a better Class than this this year
2: Speaking of another team looking for a quarterback after this year, though, Big Ben's farewell happened <laughs> uh, Sunday night in Arrowhead. They they couldn't give Big Ben that one last touchdown at the end of the game. They just had to stop him. But it's the end of an era in uh, Pittsburgh, and no one's really sure what the future is going to look like there. Trevor, what, what,
0: what do you think is going to happen? What do I think they're going to do? Hell, I don't care. I don't know. I think that <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, they're probably going to still beat the fucking Browns next year because we're a Woo! trash organization, <laughs> even with Mason Rudolph. I want to see Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett get another
1: fist fight.
0: That
2: was That's a helmet fight. That know. was Before no fist. Before we move
1: forward, we're on the topic of Miles Garrett fighting somebody. Anybody care that Aaron Donald ripped a guy's helmet off and tried to choke him? Did that happen again? Yeah. No, but, the yeah, it happened last yeah. night. I didn't, I didn't see that. that. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. ripped an offensive lineman's hel- helmet off and, then he, he and tried he to went choke for the him throat. and semi through a punch. Yeah, it was and, kind of a stupid And move. nobody bad to deny. Oh like no. Miles I- Garrett bonks one racist <laughs> on the top of the head with a helmet, and the world goes crazy.
0: <laughs> Just imagine if Air Donald had held on to that held on to that helmet and then went for the joke. And that would have anyways. That's all I had to say <laughs> about that was that I, I I don't know what the Steelers are gonna do. I hope that they stick with Mason Rudolph because I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. He is very bad. Uh, or Dwayne Haskins. Um, Ooh. He is also very who's, bad. Who's also worse? But uh I'll, I'll let the Brandon and Brian the quarterback experts talk here. What?
1: <laughs> Why okay, are we Corey, You know, Corey, back is it just because I know
0: like more than two quarterbacks in the draft.
1: <laughs> I think Mason Rudolph is awful. I think it's pretty pretty obvious that the Steelers screwed themselves by catering to Big Ben's every need down the stretch and not having a backup plan. Criticize the Packers all you want for drafting Jordan Love; they they had a plan in case Aaron Rodgers fell apart or retired. They had a plan. Jordan Love's not Jordan good, Love's also trash. But they had a plan and they tried. The Steelers have nobody. They have Mason Rudolph and um, Strip Club Dwayne Haskins. Like, what what are you going to do? They have one first round pick. They don't have a ton of draft capital. They don't have much cap room, so I don't know what you do. I mean, unless you want to move up maybe and try to get, like, Kenny Pickett, that seems like an okay fit, like, logically, but I'll stay in Pittsburgh. I think there are quarterbacks you could target at, they'll be
0: picking, what, like, 20th or 21st or something? Yeah. So you could target a guy like Sam Howell or Carson Strong out of Nevada. (laughs) Um, Sam Howell. <laughs> hey, Sam Howell is a better. Go ahead, take him, Sam please. Howell is a better quarterback prospect <laughs> than Baker was. I'll give you. I'll I'll say that. Hold on. All right, Bri- Brian no longer has the title of quarterback. All right, all right, <laughs> he's he's they're <laughs> taken like, away. And like I have
2: the segment where
0: I give hot takes. <laughs> have you watched Sam Howell play? Yeah. Did you they watch lose him? A lot. Did you watch him last year when he actually had players?
1: Oh, when he had two NFL-caliber running backs and three NFL-caliber receivers yeah. on a college team. Yeah, Baker had that. Yeah, and they won. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> won, they won last year. They finished near to top okay. 10. Brian, <laughs> Sam Howell, I saw this stat yesterday, I think had the, I want to say, second or third highest sack percentage per pressures in, in the entire college football. He has... Awful pocket awareness, and he is just like Baker in terms of he thinks he's way more athletic than he really does and gets sacked all the time, and he's turnover happy. Oh, and did I mention he thinks he's more athletic than he really does, and we see what that (laughs) does to a quarterback. His sack percentage is, I think it was over double, almost triple what Justin Fields was at Ohio State. And people ragged on Justin Fields for having crappy pocket awareness and taking too many sacks. It is awful. Hold on.
0: Sorry, I was doing some good research. All right, you said he was torn, turnover happy. <laughs> he has the same amount of interceptions as Baker had in college. Uh,
1: you said he was check the check the big games this year. Okay, this year when they he when had they no lost ta- to what like, Virginia he had absolutely Tech by forty. Him.
0: What do you want me to do?
1: <laughs> I don't want you, you to name, do
0: anything. You can't, can't you do name anything. one player on North Carolina's team besides Sam Howell.
1: No, because I never watched them because they're not worth watching because they suck. Well, yeah, they suck this year. But that's because they had no players. Oh, name all the NFL talent on Kenny Pickett's <laughs> roster this
0: year. I can name you the 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 one wide receiver that, that had they have that's good? Yeah. Kenny Pickett hasn't you know had a good year good? outside of this because
1: year. Because he has Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett
0: was there for four fucking years. Do you think Pittsburgh was good th- th- last year, two years ago, three years ago? North Carolina has been consistently ranked the last three years. Because Sam Howell yeah, is there, yeah, and it's there. bullshit that they are. they go they start off ranked and then they go eight and four, or seven and five. Who cares? They start off. Pittsburgh has had one good year in the last forty. Kenny Pickett was there uh, for yes. five years. Kenny uh, uh, Pickett a fifth-year senior. Pits- he was there for four other years besides this year.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Pittsburgh's national championship-winning head coach that they for sure have, <laughs> and ah, uh, yes, Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's re- f- fertile recruiting grounds that they have. Yes.
0: Yes, because because you know, I everyone wants to go to Shitburg. What, what
1: did Mac Brown not go to national titles? Is that what, like he did? Yes, is Mac Brown not a top tier coach, even though he's old. All I'm saying
0: is that Sam Howell has been a solid good quarterback. He is a first round potential quarterback for a reason. He throws with yeah, better touch me than with Baker. He's
1: better prospect than Baker Mayfield. Bullshit.
0: I've just said Baker Mayfield wasn't that elite of a quarterback prospect. Oh
1: yeah, the
2: number I, one overall pick. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah,
0: because he was definitely the consensus number one overall pick at the time. Who was? Who, who Nobody was. Allen? That's the read. That's the whole thing. Nobody was. Legitimately, every quarterback besides like Lamar Jackson was considered at number one overall. It was because they were all similar quarterbacks. On what planet
1: is Josh Allen a similar quarterback than Baker Mayfield?
0: Like similar, they all had pros and cons. Okay, nobody Brian just was headed. are getting way, worse. Wait, 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 wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Did every you just say a, a pro- draft pros- prospect had pros and cons? So you mean every single draft prospect in the world?
0: You're dumb. You're not understanding the argument that I make. I don't think you're understanding the argument you got yourself into. I'm saying there was no consensus did you do speech and debate in high school, Yeah, drives? let me can – I, can I explain before you yell at he's me? He's on the speech part. He hasn't started debating. <laughs> and he needs more all right, on all the right. speech part. So say if we look at last year, Trevor Lawrence, clearly the number one overall pick, right? Yes.
1: There was conversation for Zach Wilson. No, not really, no. <laughs>
0: um, two years ago, Joe Burrow. Clearly the number one overall pick. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: if there was conversation for Zach Wilson, I didn't hear it. Uh, what uh, You can look back even further. Like Cam Newton, clearly the number one overall pick. Matt Stafford, clearly the number one overall pick. There have been clear number one overall picks in the past. Baker Mayfield was not the clear number one overall pick. I mean, neither is Sam Howell. No, How he's that not. Your argument? That's not my argument. My <laughs> argument is there's no clear-cut good quarterbacks in this class. Now, they might not be to the level of other quarterback classes, but they're similar to some of the guys that we've seen in the past. But Sam Howell's pro comparison would be Baker Mayfield.
1: Am I wrong? Yes, that's exactly what I said out of high school when I wanted the the Buckeyes to sign him when they, ran, they came in second to North Carolina. Okay, just because somebody's pro comparison is a player doesn't mean they are as good, if not better, than said player. All right. Well, that's debatable. We've
0: seen Baker for five, four years. We don't. Okay. We haven't all right. seen we're gonna Sam. Mommy right, and Daddy no, no, have no, been fighting
2: done. a lot. in Second straight episode.
0: No. Uh, yeah. We are. <laughs> gonna, we're,
2: we're gonna take we're Sam Howell
0: over Baker Mayfield right now. Give me. Let the Browns. Let's
1: draft Sam Howell. No. Let's can prove we, it. We're mute Let's. Him. All right. He's muted now um please, can i have the floor for one sec not, yes, you can not have to debate we are done here we are not talking about this anymore we are not arguing for argument's sake and i'm brian's not muted here.
2: during this so you can say whatever
1: <laughs> we are not entertaining brian's purposefully outlandish <laughs> takes just for the fact that he wants attention for these outlandish <laughs> takes we are not doing that again this episode it is done we are moving on now all right Uh, other people are fighting online about the
2: last game, which was 49ers-Cowboys and officiating, decision-making, a lot of sad Cowboy fans out there who, this was the year that they were all saying all year, and they looked like the team that it was the year for a good portion, until they kind of fell apart in some games, but, uh, Brandon, what what were your thoughts on the game itself and the controversial ending?
1: Um... Jimmy G almost made me eat my words when he imploded in the fourth quarter <laughs> this have. Week. That was bad. But, I mean, the 49ers dominated that game. If it wasn't for Jimmy G's turnover, this game's not even in question. And then Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore big-brained the end of the game. Well, Okay, I don't, I don't absolutely hate the QB draw. It was kind of a, a smart play if Dak goes down five yards earlier and you get another play. Because I guess it's debatable whether you'd rather have two shots from the 40 or one shot from, like, the 25. True. Dak's not the strongest-armed quarterback in the world, so maybe they thought that mattered. So, like, the play calling wasn't awful. The execution was bad. Because, I mean, you got you to gotta know that the ref has to touch the ball. Happens every single game. It's the rules. They miss that. They clock the ball right as it hit zero. They didn't get the final playoff. That's just the way it is. So, I mean, I would be surprised if McCarthy's back next year because they had a lot of of end-of-game blunders this year. Even if it didn't fall on him, it will. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a whole,
2: they're just so undisciplined is what lost them a lot of those games. Like, 13 or 14 penalties they had in that game. And then that blunder at the end of giving the center the ball instead of the ref. And then if they were a more disciplined team, like Mike McCarthy should have had them, then they would be moving on next week. And they would have won probably a couple more games than they did this year and be a much better team. But it's come down to Mike McCarthy being Mike McCarthy, and that's cost the Cowboys this season pretty much.
0: Well, they had a stop on third down, right? That was called a first down because of a defensive holding penalty, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple minutes earlier in the game. It was either a third or second.
1: I'm not sure if it was...
0: But yeah, but he gave, gave them him an first automatic first down, and they ran the oh, clock down to what yeah, thirty seconds. When Randy
1: Gregory suplexed that guy, yeah,
0: yeah uh, for no reason at all. They had a couple defensive holds, they had a couple defensive hands to the face, and you never hear—I mean, you hear defensive holding like in the secondary and stuff like that—but never. I think they had two of that were on like the line. Yeah, there. I'm pretty <laughs> like, sure. Somebody, I forgot who said this after the game, but the they the refs are probably told by the 49ers to look out for that because they've seen it before. Because oh, okay. y- usually that's probably not going to get called if it's just like in a in a regular game. But if the Cowboys have done it consistently all year and the 49ers know that and they're like, hey, watch this, because they're going to be holding us like, you know, better call a flag on or something. And I mean, they did because I haven't seen more than one defensive hold in a game like on the defensive line in forever. I see it in college. I don't I've never seen it in the pros, I don't think. That's why I was shocked about it. I was just like, I'm shocked that they're even calling this because you never see it called. But yeah, I mean, 14 pen. I mean, every other play had a penalty in that game. I mean, it, it's and just frustrating. The
2: fans throwing trash oh, at the and, refs as they're walking out. Dak almost bottle gate it? 2.0. Dak Prescott oh, yeah, condoning it. Uh, that was just
0: a bad look for Dak Prescott.
2: One of the other players condoned it too. Yeah. I don't know if it was uh, Parsons yeah, that was or just a, Diggs or something. Poor, I saw someone showing. else condone it too. But it was like, you... You've been in the league for how many years now? you got to know how it goes when you're in hurry-up offense. Like, and then, I don't know. He got pissed when they were, like, blaming him before or whatever. And he's like, no, that's not cool. But then they're like, oh, no, it was on the refs. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. They deserved it. Mike McCarthy
0: and Dak Prescott have consistently this year not taken the blame for their own poor decisions or play. And that's been a theme. Like, Dak Prescott, for the first couple years, he was – the people's man. He was a very popular kind of quarterback. He would take credit for some poor showings. He would like be the voice of the team and things like that. This year, he's just gone a little bit rogue. I think he's, who knows the money might've gone to his head. Also shout out to Jerry Jones for constructing a stadium that oh, the ceiling God. is not high enough for punts and the sun oh, blinds your receivers. <laughs> I was on watching. Routes. They showed a camera angle. It was just glare. <laughs> there was mm-hmm. nothing else. Um, Someone was
2: like, they never expected it to uh, be used in January. So they, they, would, they didn't know hey, about the sun. Hey, hey.
1: Uh, Trevor, I want to hear your thoughts on the clock management. Because when we watch games together, you're the guy I ask. Like, when do we take the timeouts? When do we do this? For some reason, you just have all this down <laughs> pat. So I want to know what you think.
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to remember what exactly happened in that. Try to walk me through what they so, did and what I'm trying to think of. What- so what that happened was 14 seconds left there at the 40. We'll just start from there because that's the And that's when that was is that what you're questioning yeah, like yeah. what they did so, there, Brandon? Or are you talking about like calling timeouts earlier in the game?
1: No, I think I think they did their timeouts right because they they got a stop with more than two minutes left. Yes. They called their two minutes before the two their timeouts before the two minute warning. Yeah, that was fine, yeah. And then the ball didn't go anywhere, so they turned the ball over. And then they yes. happened to get a stop on the next drive, so they got the ball back with, I believe... It was like 35, 30, 30 30 seconds. 35
0: seconds, something. yeah, something like that. So, yeah, so... I mean They, they were good so at managing was, the clock up until that point. They I, were getting out of bounds and stuff. But, 14 seconds left I mean, they, to QB draw. They, like Brandt, I mean, I don't know. I probably would have done a quick out route for five... That would have taken five seconds off, and you still probably could have had yeah. two shots at the end zone, maybe. Exactly. That's I, probably what I would have done. Because, I mean, if you... He ran for, what, 15 yards? Maybe, Maybe 20, twenty yards
1: to 25-ish.
0: Close to twenty. Okay, so say you get a quick five or ten-yard out route, you're at the thirty instead of that. You still have time for two shots. I would rather do that because if a one play takes eight seconds, you still have um, one play. Honestly, right away. I would have been better if the middle of the field's open. I would have been more comfortable with throwing it to the middle of the field for ten yards, going down. If you really then, wanted to just have one shot at the end zone from like the twenty-five or something, throw a fifteen-yard pass. Have the receiver get down. That's a lot quicker than having to run all the way and then get up, like spot the ball and then get behind your offensive line. Just have your tight end do it.
1: How is that any different?
0: Because then the draw. It's not. Well, here's the thing with the draw. You it's have not at all. No, no, no. Because Dak Prescott has to shotgun pass. He's to go backwards five yards and then he run forward. Take a full drop yards. though. Yeah, but he still went back five yards. He was in shotgun. He went back a couple steps and then he took off. So you're already saving two seconds there. The, once you get the receiver, the receiver can hand it to the ref who's immediately right there. Ref can spot it right there. Because when you're running as a quarterback through the middle of the field, the refs cannot come in when the play is going on, right? So the, the refs can't – they have to already delay themselves getting to that spot. That's why the umpire had to run in and not somebody – another ref. So if you get a pass, you get down – and then that receiver just hands the ball immediately to the ref. Offensive linemen it aren't even there yet. Offensive line isn't even there yet. The ref spots it. Offensive line's there. Spike the ball. Nobody has to run through the offensive line. Nobody. You don't have to waste time dropping I, back. Either way, I would still rather take two shots in yeah, the I would end too. zone than have a shorter. I mean, I would personally, I personally love five or ten yard out especially when they're playing soft coverage like they were.
1: Well, they they switched it up to a sideline defense. They had three defensive backs okay. line up basically on the out of bounds line. On the okay, I play. didn't re- I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay, that, this, that the I think was? that's okay. the rationale for the draws because okay. there was literally nobody in the middle of the field for probably thirty five yards. Okay, I don't like.
0: I said like you said, I don't blame them for doing what they did. I think that the execution was terrible of it, um, and if they're gonna have that play call I feel like you should have at least practiced it with 10 seconds left at practice or something or run some sort of thing like that apparently they did and that was their cutoff was like 14 to 15 seconds but they were just wrong like they didn't account for human factor of refs and spotting their own
1: ball which is not allowed
2: that's fair anyone got any last things on anything that happened wildcard weekend
1: oh I did have a funny little story Go for it. So I was I was at a bar with a couple friends when the when the Bills in the past were playing. And I was just minding my own business. There was this nice lady next to me that my friend was trying to flirt with. I was just watching the game. So if you guys remember, I think it was third quarter when Josh Allen threw that insane like 25-yard touchdown over the middle mm-hmm. where he like on the run floated it over the defender's head and put it just right in the tiny little like mm-hmm. window. Right as that happened, my friend turned to me and said, you need to buy that girl a drink as she was about to order. But I didn't hear him because I was watching the game. And I was like, I was like, oh, do you see that dime? And he's like, bro. And I'm like, what? He's like, well, you missed your chance. And I was like, chance for what? Did you see that dime? (laughs) And it wasn't until like five minutes later, I realized what happened. I was like, eh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You missed. You saw one dime, but missed another one. So (laughs) that was good. Well, (laughs) that that takes us
2: to something special we got. Uh, It's called The Year in the Life of a Browns Fan. And Brandon, I'll let you take over for for the segment.
1: Alrighty, so if you've listened to the podcast all year long, we are all Browns fans and we've complained essentially since Game 1 till now about the season. It has not gone the way I think any of us thought, any of us hoped. And probably not the way any of the people in the organization thought or hoped. It was a very disappointing season, disappointing result. And we're here now. So I kind of thought it would be fun if we recapped the last year as a Browns fan, kind of retrospectively looking back, maybe the things we overreacted on, underreacted on and uh, the turning points in the season. So I'm just going to go through some important dates, basically. Anybody chip in whenever you want. I'm just going to go in order. It's funny enough. This day, one year ago, was the Monday after the Browns lost twenty-two to twenty-seven. I mean, twenty-two to seventeen to the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead to end their season last year. And I remember that Monday being just incredibly sad because that was a very winnable game. Patrick Mahomes got hurt. We got Chad Henne. And it just didn't happen. We were maybe a fumble away. Fuck Chad I remember Trevor just
0: screaming how much he hates Chad Henney. Fucking touchback rule. fucking
1: 14-yard run on 3rd and 15. God. Fuck everything. Fuck Chad Henny. Fuck Okay, continue. So, yes, that that was our exact emotion (laughs) after that game. We were all very angry because we thought we could have gone further. Everything was right there for us. We would have played the Bills in the next round which I think at that point in time, I think the Bills were still the better team. But we would have had a chance, and that's that's all you can really ask for at the end of the year. But from January 17th of last year till about March, I think we kind of healed on that loss a little bit, and we're very, very excited for next year, realizing that we had some holes in the defense to clear up, but the offense was there. Baker would be in his second year in the systems, to fancy second year as the coordinator. We'd get Odell back. We'd get Grant Delpit back. And we just had to fill up some holes on the defense. We we're very, very optimistic for the season. Then, March 15th, we signed John Johnson, the third from the Rams. Really big signing, filling up that safety position that we had Andrews and Deho playing in last year. <laughs> flashback Andrews <Zendejo. laughs> and I love that
2: I don't. Mi- I don't miss
0: him. I do remember us bitching about him every oh, yeah. other play, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Sandejo. 23
2: still scares me. Anytime I see the number 23 out there, I'm like, oh uh.
0: <laughs> The greatest Four 23s flashbacks. in Cleveland sports history. LeBron James and Andrew <laughs> <Yeah>, Sendejo. Just... <Day-ho. laughs>
1: He's a... Le- like, I... That's going to be like 15 years from now. You see like somebody with his Indejo jersey at the Muni line, and you're like, what the? (laughs) So, yeah, March 15th, John Johnson. March 18th, Troy Hill. April 15th, Jadavion Clowney. And then on April 29th, we drafted Greg Newsom in the first round of the NFL draft. Those were four very, very big moments in the offseason, we thought, shoring up that defense. Also, not mention Anthony Walker signing. I don't have the date for that, but that was in there. I
0: would, I would also like to contend that you're missing the most important defensive addition, ed- uh, which was April thirtieth uh, when we drafted Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, who, uh, if Micah uh, yeah. Parsons didn't exist, probably wins defensive rookie of the year. Um, mm-hmm. He's been elite for us, and I think he's. And we got arguably him in the second our round. Second, yeah, we got him in the second round. I think he's arguably our third best defensive player. This year, behind Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward.
2: That's fair. So. I, I would say so.
0: You could
1: definitely argue that. Mm-hmm. We're not going to, but you could. <laughs> I love arguments. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> so I mean, Trevor, I, I remember me and you. I think it was after when we probably when we were in Cleveland for the draft last year. Yeah. Just being so excited for the season because we were fresh off the Clowney signing. Things were really moving our way. We got a, we had a good draft, in my opinion. Maybe a little skeptical on Joe Woods, but we were, we were very excited, weren't we?
0: Yeah, no, it was great until we got in line for the field goal and waited for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it was great until that point. It, I was having fun. I, I had a thirty-six inch vertical. I had a, <laughs> a, 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 <laughs> I had a six-nine 40 time. I the Browns six-nine.
1: <laughs> I thought maybe it was faster than that. I don't no. remember six-nine. Almost- perfect. The the system was really janky and told Trevor he almost had a forty inch vertical, which was the same as Derrick Henry.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. He popped off with a six 40, just athletic <laughs> specimen. Yeah. It was. It was. But
0: yes, uh, to your point, we were hyped because of the good signings. The draft was in Cleveland. There was just
1: an energy around the Browns. We definitely definitely had a lot of reason for optimism. And then come September 12th, week one, first half against the Chiefs, it all looked like it was going to play out exactly like we thought. We looked like an elite team. Up until that point, we were in the top five of most people's power rankings. We all projected us to make the playoffs. Most people were saying we were going to win the AFC North. I think we were the odds-on favorite for that. And then we come out and play the perfect half against the Chiefs week one. And that was the best it got, honestly. We, <laughs> yeah. Now that it I think
0: my, about my, it,
1: maybe, yeah, we peaked. It in. might have we <laughs> peaked week one first half. <laughs> I, like, I know it sounds stupid saying that, but like, we were all losing our minds watching that game. We're like, Super Bowl, Super Browns. Like, Anthony Schwartz I, I had more touches in that cat.
0: game than any other game this season.
1: Yeah, he looked like he was about to be fucking rookie of the year. The defense was amazing. Nick Chubb was gashing people. It was amazing. And then they lost the game.
0: And then Jamie Gillen fumbled the football and started to, no, he, he dropped it and then decided to run. And then Nick Chubb <coughs> fumbled the football and I wanted to kill myself. And Baker had his first of many game-winning-a-drive attempts um, on the year <laughs> and the first of many losses in that situation. First, of many turnovers in that
1: situation. God. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. So the Browns ended up losing thirty-three to twenty-nine against the Chiefs, despite Baker having three hundred and twenty yards passing. Possibly up until the fourth quarter, the best performance of his career, or one of the best performances of his career. Then we follow that up And the next week. Baker tears his labrum. Ooh,
0: throwing I was a at pick. That game.
1: Throwing a pick and trying to tackle the defender yeah and yeah we we didn't know it then but that was that was going to set the entire season in motion what we what we'd see for the rest of the year was fourth quarter in week one and baker terry's labram in week two that was essentially how the entire season was going to un- unravel and we didn't we just didn't know it yet still had some optimism at this point reeled off a couple wins and then we get to october 10th A forty-seven to forty-two loss versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm. That That one hurt. I think that was the loss that hurt
2: the most the entire season. I just was so defeated after that. I
0: think for me, and we'll get to it later. My 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 worst loss. I just think. I mean, you got to think that the the DPI that should have been offensive pass interference.
1: I forgot about that.
0: As much as we want to say that Baker's in, but if they. If they do not call that, we have the ball at their 20-yard line. We're already up two scores, and the way that our offense is going, we easily can go up three scores, whether we get a field goal because that was when McLaughlin was good, or you scored another touchdown. Like, that game would have been effectively over. And it's just frustrating that they got that and then they came back. but. Yeah, I would I would agree with Blaze that that was the most gut wrenching loss because we again put up however many yards and blah, blah and points against them. So. And the
2: Chargers were the team to beat at that point. That's when Chiefs were last in their division, I think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and the Chargers were. The Chiefs suck so bad at the beginning of the year. Look at them now. Yeah that that one definitely that definitely hurt and it definitely hurt the team because following that up, October seventeenth we get blown out by the Cardinals. Game's not even. Game would have been even more ugly if we didn't get a Hail Mary at the end of the half to DPJ. Game was awful. Short. Kyler Murray looked really tall that day. <laughs> Baker fumbled so many times. Ba- Baker and was re- awful. And then what? Broke his shoulder? Yeah. Hurt his shoulder more.
0: That was a bad one. Can we – But then – If we want to, maybe next week, can we get a timeline of the amount of Baker Mayfield
1: injuries that we yes. over <laughs> the course of the season? Wait, well, I'll draw up a timeline next yeah. week. Yeah, flowchart. <laughs> gotcha. But I think they bounce back from that one with a couple, with two wins in a row. Then we lose a 15-10 to 10 terrible game to the Steelers that they had no business losing. We lost one to the Steelers who were awful. I don't – how we lose two games to them, I don't know. So that happens on Halloween weekend. Then the next week, November fifth, Odell is released. Woo! And then we follow that up with the biggest, our best win of the year against the Bengals, we Which I call, by them. the way, I did call it that. Think everybody in their as lose mother. Lose
0: Odell, we, we blow out the. Ba- Fuck off. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Yeah, you weren't you weren't alone. I, like you were calling it, but we were all like right behind you, man. We weren't. We were like, hell no, there's no way. Oh no,
1: we're so bad now.
0: And there was no way we weren't. At, at
1: this point in the year, we still had some optimism.
0: Yeah, we yeah, did. That's true. We thought, you know, we thought the problem was gone. At least one of the problems was gone. Yep. I, I guess you
1: could say that, but it didn't help. <laughs> No, because I remember the Steelers' loss happened, and we were all devastated. And I think it was either me or or Trevor said, we all know damn well when we beat the Bengals this weekend, we're all going (laughs) to be right back on the train. And we were. And we sure were. (laughs) We were To the playoffs, we were right back on it. We all picked them to beat the Pats. I think it was a week that we picked that the spread, and they were a three-point favorite, and we picked them all to cover against the Patriots. And they go out, they go out, lose forty-five to seven. They scored the first touchdown though.
0: It was they did. They went for it on fourth and goal, and we were all. I was really mad at them for that. I thought we should kick the field goal, but we got the touchdown, and we're like, yes, let's go. We got our mojo back. And then we gave him a 45 unanswered points (laughs) to just (laughs) get rid of all that. To a rookie quarterback, you know? God, that was awful. That was terrible. We let Jacoby Myers score his first touchdown. We we did. I forgot about that. We were the team
1: that he broke the duck against. It was very, very frustrating. (sighs) Yep, that one one hurt. And then the next big date was November 28th. We lose sixteen to ten against the Ravens when Lamar Jackson throws. That was Texas. my least favorite game because we had forced four
0: fucking turnovers on Lamar. That was the first time our defense had like done good job against Lamar Jackson, maybe since like what the week one or two of like two years ago, like when Nick Chubb like ran all over him and had like nine, that. Did Baker throw a game sealing pick in that game too? No, no, no. This was the one we beat the Ravens in. Remember? When, when Nick Chubb had, like, yeah. hundred oh, yards like, in the first When Nick order. Chubb scored, yeah. like, that 93-yard touchdown run or something, right? Oh, yeah. No, I, I, was, I was still on this year. No, no, I no. no. This was what you're saying. This is our years ago. But, cool. year. but yeah, yeah. it was the first and time. yes, the answer is yes. yeah The first time the Browns defense actually held Lamar in check. And not only that, forced four, four interceptions.
1: <sighs> yeah. I, I would say, though, this was the turning point for the defense. This is where they started to yes. gel. People started to understand the scheme. Oh, we went into yeah. that bye week, and the defense started cooking for the rest of the year. Which, I mean, if we're going to take positives from the season, the defense is definitely one of them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which for is Aldick really McDowell
0: sick. getting arrested today. Showing his penis near children. And then <laughs> trying to beat the shit out of an officer. Mm-hmm. So we lost one of the Malik's, which sucks. but And we need even more help on our defensive line now after losing him. <laughs> yeah. We need some help. <laughs> And yeah, although, into your defensive
1: line is definitely a need now. I'm
0: very upset because our defense played so well that we're going to keep Joe Woods. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> because yep. when we're good and when our offense is cooking, we can't stop anybody. And when our <laughs> offense sucks, we can stop everybody. It's a weird thing. <laughs> we can never mm-hmm. get the two sides to kind of
1: line up and connect. Yeah, it's I'll, I'll, we can talk about that more some other day, but there's some interesting stats for third down in red zone this year for the Browns on both sides of the ball, which is very indicative of what happened this year. But going to the bye week, then we beat Baltimore, and the division is out in front of us. Playoffs are out in front of us. We have come full circle. We are excited again. We are optimistic. All we have to do is finish essentially tying the Ravens Record at this point in the year, all we had to do was tie the Ravens' record. Then this this is my most disappointing part of the year, the heartbreaker with Nick Mullins against the Raiders, and then the heartbreaker against the Packers. This those two games back to back is what ripped my heart out. That finished me. That I had no energy left for the Cleveland Browns after that Packers game.
0: I know that Baker didn't play one, and Baker kind of threw the other one. But just so we're aware. We missed a field goal against the Raiders, and we missed an extra point against the Packers that forced us to go for two. And we lost to the Packers by two, and we lost to the Raiders by two. So if we make our field goals. <laughs> but Baker also threw four picks against the Packers. <laughs> Should have only been three. Should have only if been they like would have called that defensive
2: holding. He was so bad against the Packers, though. He was awful. I, w- I remember. and that was on Christmas. Yeah it was Christmas that was my Christmas present from the Browns for all that support I gave them every time I was the only one that chose them in our pickums, and then that's how they treated me on Christmas
1: hmm. disappointed it was, it was a rough two week stretch Yeah,
2: and the, 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 after rejecting me from a job on my birthday with the Browns <laughs> that was the beginning of the end of the final straw <laughs> but what it's
0: the beginning of the end of the final straw the beginning problem. of the end of the final <laughs> beginning straw. of the end
2: of the final straw
0: <laughs> what happened back in May yeah okay
2: <laughs> I was at he's, he's, I, should I was get wrote that ready ready to my, on my
0: timeline May
1: <laughs> <of> blazes birthday
0: <laughs> and then gets rejected now he's he's at the end of the end of his final straw right now so <laughs>
1: he's, he he's
0: past the, really the, really the extendy
1: curly <laughs> part of the straw <laughs> he's past the swirls <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the end of the year is definitely the swirls, and mm. <sighs> fast forward. Now we are getting ready to watch our division rival in-state rival play in week two of the playoffs while we sit at home. And many, many decisions are looming for the Cleveland Browns this off season. not limited to what they do with Baker, what they do with Austin Hooper. Did Jarvis Landry play his last game as a brown? Did Jack Conklin play his last game as a Brown? Are they going to re-sign Jadavion Clowney, and are they going to re-sign the David Njoku? They got they got a big off season ahead of them to maybe, just maybe, come second week in September next year, we have the same energy and expectations for the team. But right now, I don't see that happening.
2: Njoku is our best pass catcher right now, and we need to re-sign him.
0: Yeah, and get
2: rid of Hooper
0: as much as i want to move on from landry and hooper because of contracts if we do our offense will guaranteed not improve that much because we have no one else we don't
1: oh, chris godwin
0: um. you think chris godwin is going to sign with the browns
1: he's got a torn ACL as well just with baker no so
0: <laughs> unless if if we stick with baker no free agents coming here Because they saw what happened to O'Dell. They saw. They saw what happened to Hooper. Hooper's gotten worse. At least, you know, somewhat. Landry hasn't really, like he peaked maybe Baker's rookie year. He hasn't been that good since. Like they just don't throw the ball. So no high profile receiver is going to come to Cleveland with Baker and this offense in place as it is. Garrett Wilson. You have to draft somebody, but if you draft a receiver, like if you cut Landry, draft Garrett a rec- Wilson. I, yeah, I get it, Garrett Wilson. If you draft a receiver, cut Landry. You're just re- stop it. <laughs> I, didn't I know, that. but you're doing that stupid face, and I hate it.
2: Oh, well, I would say we keep Landry, but cut Hooper.
0: I can't, we got to restructure that deal.
1: We can't cut. I mean, Landry's more money saving. You you cannot pay Jarvis Landry 19 million dollars. It's like 16, I think. Whatever you. You, I love Juice, but you saw what he was on the, end, on the field at the end of the year. He's starting to become a shell of himself. Not, he, he was never worth $16 million, if we're going to be honest, and he surely isn't worth it now. No, he's pain. pain. And the thing with Hooper, you have to have the assurance
0: that you're going to get a Joku back to cut Hooper. Because if you cut Hooper and don't get a Joku, you have just Harrison Bryant. That's it. Hell, one tight end in system. a tight end in a the most tight end heavy system in the entire NFL. You've got one, and it's Harrison Bryant, who Fuck is 13. solid. Put Blake Hands he's out there. He's solid. Harrison Bryant's <laughs> a decent tight end, but he's not like a number one
1: tight end in an offense. So, yeah, yeah. I I think the really interesting one, honestly, I'll, I'll wrap this up since it's gone long. Is Jack Conklin. When healthy, he's definitely worth the money, but they're at a point right now, if they don't think he's going to come back from his ruptured patella tendon, they could cut him and save a lot of money. It could go a long way to improving that receiving core, maybe getting a veteran defensive tackle like Calais Campbell or um, uh, Akeem Hicks, somebody that actually is an elite talent in the middle of the defense. but. If they think he's going to be healthy, he comes back. It's, a, it's as simple well, as that. He's very talented. If you Give me Vita Vea. No. He already signed an extension, I'm pretty sure. He did. He's sue. He's old.
0: And also, I think, under contract. Anyway, um, but if you do cut Jack Conklin, you do need to invest in that right tackle position because it was bad. Like, it was bad when he wasn't there. Like, I mean, Baker does that to himself a little bit, but... Well, I mean, we'll hopefully have – what's his name back next year? Chris Hubbard, right? Is that, is that his name? He's Hubbard? a free agent mm-hmm. after this year, right? I think he said he wants to re-sign with Cleveland. But Okay. Well, he's not like – I mean, he wasn't starting for a reason. He's not like – he he's might a good be backup, a fringe though. starting caliber tackle. But if we think that'll be enough on the right side for this run-heavy offense, then sure. But honestly, you may just have to run it back. Because you got the cap space for now to be able to not have to cut anybody. So if you can't find significant ways to improve the team while taking away some of the most the biggest contributors, I, I know Garrett Wilson's out there. He's, got, he, he's
2: there. <laughs> Garrett Wilson! Thank you, Brandon. Garrett Wilson! But if
0: you can't find significant ways to improve the team while cutting three or four of the biggest contributors of the team, then you just kind of have to run it back and... See if you can win more close games than you lost this past year. That didn't happen with Baker yeah. in the backfield.
1: But.
2: One more thing with uh, the timeline, you forgot to mention a big part of our COVID issues that popped up and in oh, very yeah. bad timing <clears throat> when we were trying to make a run. Mostly right before that Raiders game when everything did fall apart with the Raiders and Packers, we had half our roster. That was out at one point 20 with COVID. 20
0: players or 20, 22 players or something. Like right before that Raiders
2: game. And that that sucked. It was just such bad timing that that happened. And then that was like the start of that downfall meltdown near the end of the season.
1: I totally forgot about the COVID issues. But yeah, that was the ups and downs in a year in the life of a, as a Cleveland Browns fan. Pain.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope for next year. Mm-hmm. We'll be in the same exact spot, hopefully not. Um Sam
0: Howell. Sam <laughs> Howell. Oh
2: We're gonna ban that name here. Um I don't know why you're Sam Howell, jeez. We got our pick'ums for what is it? Uh division weekend? The divisional round. Divisional yep. round. Um a lot of shakeups in the standings for us. Uh right now. And last is Brandon at 51 and 45. Brian got his way out of last up to third for 52 and 44. And then I had a monster comeback last week, and Trevor and I are now tied for first at 54 and 42. So this week we're doing the spreads again. We will go in order of the schedule. And we will start with Bengals at Titans, and the Titans are favored by, or, what is it? Titans minus yeah. three and a half.
0: All the home teams are favored. I figured. Um, Trevor, we'll start with you. This is the one game that I did not have circled when I sent you guys. Exactly Enjoy. why I <laughs> started with <Yeah. this> you. <laughs> and I still do not have a choice. Um, I really want to pick the Bengals, um, because... Bengals are fun the Bengals got a great offense um but again we're once again I feel like I would be disrespecting the one seed who are somehow the Titans and Derrick Henry will be back question mark yep I think yes he is activated um uh, all right if if that is the case yeah I'm I'm gonna go with Titans here It, it kills me to do this but I'm gonna pick the Titans to cover three and a half here um I think the Bengals are good. I just, I don't think that they're consistent enough to go toe to toe. I mean, neither are the Titans, if we're being honest, but I think the Titans will win. Brian? And cover. Brian. Yeah. I am picking the team with the best quarterback and that is the Bengals. Joe Burrow is better than Ryan Tannehill. Um, Derek Henry. We don't know how he's going to be. I mean, I'm expecting him to be close to himself, but you never know. It's a foot injury. could impact his running. Um, I just I believe in the Bengals. I think that their offense, especially if they, they're going to get challenged more by the Titans than they did the Raiders, so they're going to have to throw the ball more. And that's a good thing for the Bengals. Um, Jamar Chase is an absolute beast. T. Higgins is a great number two. Tyler Boyd is an even better number three. Um, but yeah, I think the Bengals will win this one. If they don't, then it'll be a very, very close game, probably a field goal game.
1: All right, Brandon. I agree with Brian. Um, if this was at three or two and a half, I think I'd take the Titans. A three and a half got is it has me hook line and sinker. So I'd like to thank Vegas for this one because I'll inevitably lose when the Titans win by four. But I'll take the Bengals for now. Nah, fat Randy field goal for the touchdown to end the game. What? Huh? You said what, f- Randy Bullock? You
0: said fat, fat Randy, Randy field goal for the touchdown to end the game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I said that. That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> what you said. <laughs> oh <laughs> My God, yeah. <laughs> oh, we wow.
2: weren't questioning. Is he going to kick the field part? goal? But Punched he's going to run, and it's going to go too short, so he's going to catch it and then run it yeah, back Trevor, for a touchdown. Here's the thing.
0: If Randy Bullock kicks a field goal to win the game, we still get the no, pick, no, I right? know, No, no, I know that. I know that. I know that. You guys win. I'm saying that's what you guys want to happen. That's what you want No, I to said happen. the Bengals I, were going to win, but I get the points, too. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Either way, continue. Sorry. I kind of just derailed us there. <laughs> I think Trevor
2: summed it up best with, somehow the Titans are the first seed. Um... They I don't think their first seed caliber like the Packers were who uh, day nation all the way. Not going to say the chant because I jinx it every time I do. I only say it if they win. Um, Bagels are the better team. Joe Burrow has cool sunglasses. Have you seen this post-conference yeah, interview? The rose-colored They're glasses sweet. conference. The rose-colored post-conference. <laughs> Post-game interviews. Um, you can't bet against the shades. He's styling. He wore a cool-ass uh, hoodie that I can't remember what it says now as soon as I started saying that. Um, I think it said, like, McDonald's or something. No, Krusty Krab. And it was a Krusty Krab hoodie he wore during one. But bangles all the way. Who day? Bangles. It sucks I'm agreeing with Brian, though. I was pissed when he said that. Um, moving on I to the next one. I will say
0: that Joe Burrow reminds me a lot. I'm trying to remember who it was. Uh, who's? Oh, Joe Namath. He reminds ah. me of Joe Namath because he's just got that cool demeanor. He's just a you know carefree guy, acts like he's the biggest personality in the room, which he is, but also like really good, <laughs> like he backs it up.
2: That's a good point. Mm-hmm. He is kind of like Joe Namath. Damn, Brian had a good point and a good comparison. <laughs>
0: <laughs> applause
1: for Brian! Hooray! <laughs> Moving on, uh 49ers at Packers. No, I'm, I made a similar comparison last time with CJ. Oh yeah. I said Joe Burrow is Tom Brady if Tom Brady was raised in rural Ohio and played in the SEC and was 10 years younger. Like the the like the quirky, funny, confident Tom Brady that we see in Tampa, if you just gave him a little bit of Ohio and LSU and made him 10 years younger, I feel like they'd have the same personality.
2: Yeah. That's totally fair.
1: Damn. Joe, Joe,
2: <laughs> Joe Burr. Um 49ers Packers. Packers are favored by five and a half. We'll start Joe with Burr,
0: he's Burr. that's what
2: everyone's calling him.
0: Oh, that's good. Brian, we'll start with you. I have got the Packers in this one covering five and a half. A week off. Their defense is getting healthy, their offensive line is getting healthy, and they were already the best team in the NFC. Uh, adding David Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander, Zadarius Smith back to all that, I think they'll be able to beat the 49ers. And Jimmy G was straight-up ass against the Packer, or against the Cowboys this past week. Like, he wasn't good. Like, the only reason the Cowboys were back in that game is because Jimmy G, of the three throws he had in the fourth quarter, like one of them was picked off and the other one went like two yards over Brandon Ayuk's head for a <laughs> wide-open uh, completion. So I think the Packers will win this game in Lambo setting themselves up for an NFC uh, championship game for the third straight season, I think. Mm-hmm. I think yes.
1: so. Yep. So, yeah. Brandon? Uh, I go back and forth. Part of the reason this is five and a half is because Jimmy G is very hurt. He not only has that thumb injury or hand injury that he had a couple weeks ago, but now he has a messed up shoulder that happened in the middle of that Cowboys game. Which, obviously, in the fourth quarter definitely affected him because he was butt cheeks, like Brian said. Ugh, but the 49ers play everyone close. This is a bad matchup for the Packers. The Packers aren't a physical team. Well,
0: like the, they were more physical this year.
1: I, I think it's a little bit of a facade. Did,
0: they won by a field goal earlier in the season against the 49ers. That was a game when Aaron Rodgers said, how can you not be romantic about football? And he had the game-winning drive with 30 seconds didn't, and no timeouts. Yeah, after Jimmy G, G
1: swang his wood. Yep.
0: Didn't he have some players out for that game? I don't Maybe. know. I have no idea.
1: I think major people were back. Devontae played in that game. Yeah, he did.
0: He had 18 targets for 12 catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Nobody on San Francisco can cover Devontae Adams. Nick Bosa's got a concussion. Fred Warner is got an ankle sprain. Those are the two best defensive
1: players for San Fran, too. Just to point out. I have 49ers circled, but I'm going to take the Packers, which means whoever picked the 49ers is going to win because anytime I change my pick after it's circled, it's wrong. That's true. Trevor. Well, speaking of
2: people who circled the 49ers, Trevor, <laughs> what, what what you got?
0: Um, so I was actually very close to changing to the Packers
1: um, because I was thinking... Don't do it. Fade if, me. Fade I, me. I, if if Fade Moses me. and
0: Fred Warner don't play, that could hurt their defense, but... Then someone, then then Brandon said the 49ers by everyone close and it's a bad matchup. And I did remember that. And I'm going to stick, I don't know if the 49ers are going to win. Not saying that, but I think they're going to, I'm going to take the points here. Five and a half is a little too much. Um, like I said, they only won by, Packers only won by two last time on a field goal. So I'm, I'm going to take the 49ers against the spread.
2: <clears throat> I forgot that they only won by a field goal last time, which makes me a little less hesitant or a little more hesitant. Um, but I think Packers coming off of a bye, getting some of their key players back. I think I just I got to go with the Packers. Packers on this one. They're they're the team to beat right now. I think in the remaining playoff teams are the team to beat.
0: Um man, I'm going to go from first to last. I have had both different picks so far.
2: Yeah. Well, let's see if it changes on this one. We got Rams at Bucks and the Bucks are favored by 3 Brandon, we'll start with you.
1: It is so hard to bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Like, I want to. I want to Every ounce of my body wants to pick the Rams here. But I just keep remembering how much an absolute legend Tom Brady is. Like, it's literally Mike Evans and Gronk. That's it. They don't have running backs still. The offensive line is beat up after last week. Defense still doesn't have a secondary. <sighs> I'll take the Rams. It feels like the right choice, but I'm sure Tom Brady's going to shove it down my throat.
0: Trevor? So last week, I, I I almost changed my pick to Bucks covering nine last week because I said everything is against the Bucks that it makes sense to pick the Bucks, And it's the exact same thing this week. Everything is against – I think Jalen Ramsey could easily lock down Mike Evans, but their offensive line is killed. Leonard Fournette still probably won't be out. Um their defense is still hurt or whatever. Everything is I'm picking the buck I'm I'm not going to do the opposite of what I said I should do. I'm going Bucks minus 3 here. I'm not going to do what you think
1: I'm going to do because <laughs> I think you think that I know,
0: although we knew you were going to do what you just did. So, uh, I am going to go with the Rams here. Uh, I've got to keep my Super Bowl pick alive. Um
1: Oh yeah, fair about that. I
0: I mean I Brady and I both picked uh Kansas City Rams and both of our teams are still in, along with you guys, Packers and Bills. Um, so I think the Rams are playing better. Uh, well, not really. Uh, the Ram <sighs> they got bailed out by a terrible poor performance by Kyler Murray. Well, no, they were They, were, they were good real on offense short last night. They were good on offense. Uh, they ran the ball well. Yeah, they did. They also threw the ball pretty well. Cooper Cup didn't even get involved. It was crazy. It is his lowest like receiving yards of the season um yeah i think the rams are just healthier uh they're gelling at the right all their free agent addition er, and and uh trade additions von miller odell uh who else did trade for matt stafford they're all gelling at the right time um yeah i think tristan worse being injured is going to be a massive blow to tom brady because if you can get pressure on tom brady that's how you beat tom brady that's like, ask the Saints. They've done it like five out of the four out of the last five times they played the Saints or, or the Bucks. And even the fifth time, they were ahead in that playoff game last year. And then Drew Brees just threw three interceptions and gave the game away. So I think if you can get pressure on Tom Brady, you can win the game. And they can do that. They have Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. They have a really, really good pass rush. So I'm going to pick the Rams to cover here.
2: Ah. <sighs> I don't like going last. You had too many good points. <laughs> All of you. Um. I have the Bucks circled. Okay. You can't Lies bet against Tom Brady. <laughs> but the Bucks are so injured and the Rams are doing good, but I am not second-guessing myself. And then also. I can't let Trevor go 3 0 on us and then us go 0 3. So I'm joining Trevor with the Bucks for strategic oh, like, uh, ranking purposes.
0: I was going to say, I could widen the gap a
1: lot here against a couple of you guys. I mean, a- anybody who tails me is going to lose because I have been down the stretch horrendous <laughs> with these okay, kids. I'm tailing you, but I'm a game ahead of you, so it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, f- me. <laughs>
0: All right, uh-huh. last game and last game, Bills
2: at Arrowhead. Make Brian go Chiefs first. Chiefs are minus two, and Brian will Brandon. go first. <laughs> Make Brandon go first. He just asked Brandon, me just, me went first. First. Brandon already... just went first. I was already. I was
0: already gonna go Brian first Boom. this time before he
2: said that anymore.
0: Okay, I'm going to go with the team that obviously I have them in the Super Bowl. I'm going to go with the Kansas City oh. Chiefs. <laughs> What did, what did you expect me to pick Brandon? <laughs> exactly that but I was okay. hoping you would. <laughs> I think both teams played their like played really really good playoff games. Mahomes was excellent other than like he had a tipped interception and turned for a touchdown after that he threw for 400 yards and five touchdowns. Charles Kelsey threw a touchdown. <sighs> it's tough because these are the two best teams in the AFC in my opinion um, left in the playoffs at least. But um, I think Kansas City just—they're gonna want revenge for the shellacking they took against the Bills in the regular season. Like it, that was a rough game for the Chiefs. Um, Trevor, okay, Trevor. Uh, no, no. I was when you're done. I just okay. That. <laughs> uh, but I, I think they'll do it. Minus two means it's pretty much just to push them because you got to give home field advantage a couple points in the playoffs. So. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, and I think it'll be a good game, but I think the Chiefs will pull it out. I know that you said that Kansas City's going to want revenge for the regular season. The Bills still want revenge for the AFC Championship last they year. They got it. I th- in the regular season? In the regular yeah. season, but no one gives a shit about the Also, Josh Allen, you know, he's this. <laughs> he was, He just had the legitimately best quarterback performance of all time in the playoffs.
1: It's I going think he's down. he's going to
0: ride it up. No, I think he's going to stay high. I'm, I'm picking no, Bills here. But here's Bills the thing. Nice Josh Allen. High. You have to go up or down. You can't stay the same. That's not Josh Allen. So you say he's being The better. Bills. <laughs> Brian and I chose every single opposite pick. <laughs> Woo! Just so the committee is aware. And I'm, I'm picking... I think the Bills are gonna go to four, going to go... Both going two and two. two like I guarantee it. it. <laughs> but yeah, Bills.
1: Bills is my pick. That's all I have to say. Josh Allen's
2: elite.
1: All right. Um... I, just, I want everybody to know, I have Chiefs circled, I think the Chiefs are covering, but for strategic purposes, oh, like Blaze did last I am picking Josh <laughs> oh Allen. My God. I am picking the Bills, I will. my physical money will be on the Chiefs this week. That's so, but that's for this, stupid, I, <laughs> that's so... You're, you're just a snake. You're just an absolute snake.
0: That's why he wanted me to go first. He's just an absolute piece of garbage.
2: <laughs> I also have Chief Circle, but for strategic oh. purposes. Oh and for well, well, well Also, mostly because I picked the Bills to go to the Super Bowl. I am picking the Buffalo Bills. And then Trevor and I are two and two.
0: Yes. So we'll see what happens. You Wait, yes. have no integrity. <laughs> I, I said baseball. Bills are going to the Super yes, Bowl. I'm not. You're, you have at least some sort we, of argument. Episode base. one. Yo, I'm saying, please, you have at least some <laughs> sort of argument. Okay. This guy, this guy right down <laughs> there he's got absolutely he's, no he's over there integrity for me. he's right there for me just Brian, not a shred. All, all
1: i'm gonna say all i'm gonna say is you are the very last person associated with this podcast that can complain about integrity oh, Really? <laughs> <laughs> tell me when am i not your entire personality is fabricating arguments for attention and for the sake of debating oh my do not get in my face you jim harbaugh fake-ass look-alike with your fake-ass takes your fake-ass personality use you <laughs> tell us how you uh, really uh, feel Brandon Jesus Christ
2: teacher's playing antagonist divorce. I want a divorce
1: I just want to record to next
2: episode they'll get into another fight and then that will be the for, breaking
1: the, for the committee I made them up all on the spot I just did. for sake of drama <laughs> that was very mean I literally threw as many just hot keywords out as <laughs> yeah, I
0: could yeah, in 30 could. seconds. And, and uh, to talk about integrity, I may have blasphemous <laughs> takes, but th- at least I, sub- like, I, I backed them up. Not maybe, maybe not with like that much relevant information, but I stick with them. <laughs> That's integrity. It's
2: emotional warfare. He's trying to throw you off your game, Brian. You are stubborn. I will give I you I have that.
0: integrity <laughs> in my shitty takes. <laughs> Fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> well that does it for these pickums let's see what
2: happens after these four we only got three games left
0: bullshit i better go four and oh in this bitch just be ahead of everybody
2: (laughs) so we it's coming down to the final stretch it's way closer than i thought these picks were gonna be at this point in the year um have we decided what the winner or loser gets for these no, we should probably decide. Yeah, we should, we should figure figure probably decide while well, it's still pretty even. So we should probably yeah, do it before can't, these games happen.
0: This little bitch for changing his pick just to not not be the same as me. <laughs> <laughs> little narc. No, so, Trevor's
2: the narc. Trevor's the I'm, narc. Fuck it. Narc. Fuck I'm it.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm picking the Bills. You know why? <laughs> nope. Uh, it's already been locked in. <laughs> no. It's, it's, already already locked in. it's already on the record. It's already on the record. I hate you so much. <laughs>
2: Well, that does it for pickups. To finish off, uh, we're gonna do our in other news segment where everyone just gets a little bit of time to say whatever they want. Um, who wants to who wants to start?
0: Can I start yeah, talking how about how much bitch Brandon is? All right,
2: Trevor no, can not. start.
0: That's not my topic. <laughs> I'll start. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my topic is the Cleveland Cavaliers. And in conclusion, Cavs are back. That's it. We are currently You said in conclusion, <laughs> so that's that, it, right? That, 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 that's that's your thing. take. Cavs are back. Um the Cavs are looking good. We're on a five-game winning streak right now. We went 5 and 4 and 1 in our road trip. 5 and I 1. I don't we're going to something say, like that. We're on a five-game winning streak. We went 5 and 0. <laughs> <laughs> No, we went five and one on our Western road trip, and then beat the Nets um, on Monday, which was a great game, by the way. If any of you had a chance to watch that game, ah, um, uh, yes, Darius Most people
1: had to work, but it's fine. No, I didn't have to work. Most people had to work. <laughs> he didn't say that you had to
0: work. Trevor. <laughs> um, it was it was Darius Garland should be an All Star along with Jared Allen. Um, Mobley should be Rookie of the Year, I think um we're looking great we face the Bulls on Wednesday I know we'll probably air this after that but I'm going to that game it's going to be electric the Bulls are on a skid right now we're only a game and a half back of first a half game back of second so we're two, it's two games, games being, back of first not only a game and a half now did the Bills lose as we were talking the Bills didn't lose Bills the Bulls the Bulls lost yesterday the Buffalo Bulls the Bulls no, lost were,
1: yesterday. They were two games we're, back this Yeah, morning. we're a game and, and a half. Saw
0: it on Twitter. 27. Yeah, a game the and Bulls half. are 27 what? and 15. <laughs> this
1: morning, everyone was tweeting about them being two games back.
0: We're, well, they were all wrong. The, Bull, the Bulls are 27 and 15. We are 27 and 18. Yeah, so we're a game and a half back. Huh, we win. We have the most wins in the Eastern Conference. That's true. Because, because we don't well, probably probably or, not Like, at that point. I feel like right, other Eastern okay, Conference teams will play before that. Either way, Cavs are back. They I'm are. excited. I want the Cavs to make the playoffs so I care about the NBA playoffs because last year I didn't care. When the Cavs or the, the Guardians are in their play, respective playoffs, I don't care. NFL is the only sport that I'll watch the playoffs no matter what. So I
2: can't believe in- you're almost saying the uh-oh word and then Brandon says the uh-oh word for the Washington football
0: team all the time. <laughs> I do call them the <laughs> other word a lot i I did about slip up, but in conclusion, Cavs are back all right, Brian, you wanna go next? uh no, i've gotta do I'm still doing some market research. oh my all God all right, Brandon,
2: you wanna go
1: Car troubles suck we we'll, we'll bring it back to like <laughs> episode two when I had car troubles it flat tires suck, changing tire sucks word of advice. Buy a different jack than the one that comes with your car, cause odds are say, that sucks.
0: Wanna tell them how you almost got crushed by your I car? I did almost
1: get crushed by my car. I was well, first I don't want to take up too much time, but essentially had a flat tire, put the spare on, took it to the tire place. They got me a new tire. Then they said they were too busy to put the tire on for me, that Which I had to bullshit. do it myself. So fine, Thanos meme, I'll do it myself. So I'm in the parking lot of this tire place at seven o'clock. It's dark putting on this tire by myself. I have the car jacked up. I go to slide on the new tire and the crappy jack that comes with the car bends and slides out from underneath my car. The car falls. Luckily, it falls onto the new tire of which I was holding, saving my legs. I then called AAA because I was a nervous wreck. They came, put the tire on for me. We're good now, but that was not last weekend, but the weekend before. Now my car is making some funny noises. Of course it is. So... Life is great. It's even better when you have car troubles. AAA is a godsend, though. AAA will do almost anything. It was free, right?
0: They put it on for free? Mm-hmm. Yeah, AAA is free. A- AAA will do anything. <laughs> I mean, anywhere, anytime, anything. That should be what it stands for. I'm curious if that's actually what it stands for. So does it actually... What does AAA stand for? Hold on. That's a good point. Automotive. Um,
1: Are you guessing or are you trying to read...
2: I'm guessing. Automotive Assurance Assistance.
0: Close. American Automobile Association. Ugh. Yes. Uh, That's lame. We were both wrong. Okay. okay. Well, whatever. Oh, well. I, I can go if you want to finish, please. Well, I got a okay, go follow up to that. My well, off the chest was going to be
2: uh, Tilted Towers is back in Fortnite. It is a great day today. Bang, bang, Um, bang, bang. It's taking me back to the OGs of Fortnite. Great time. Landed there once today. Had a bad time. There's also Dragons now, which was very confusing. I wasn't expecting when I got to Tilted. Um, But he was very cute. But triple A doing anything anywhere is a better one for me. Because that just reminded me of the time I went to Louisville, Kentucky to go see a concert with my friend. And we locked the keys in his car in a parking garage and we didn't know what to do and i didn't know triple a worked outside of ohio and i also didn't know you could call AAA a to get keys if you locked them in your car so we're frantically walking around downtown louisville and looking up locksmiths and how to unlock or how to get keys from your car when you locked it and we don't have any clothes hangers or any cool thing and the windows aren't down um so we call this locksmith guy and he only does cash And he meets us. He's like this foreign guy who doesn't speak English that well. And he pulls up in this nice like Mercedes or something he's driving. And he gets up to our car. He puts this little thing in, goes, takes our keys out and then takes it back. I'm like, is that just a tool people have? Like, can people just buy that and then break into any car they want? Because it's just he just unlocked the car so easy. It looked maybe 40 seconds for him to do that. But he only took cash, and it cost like a hundred and twenty bucks for thirty seconds of work. Um, and it took all the cash we had combined. And that's when I learned AAA does anything anywhere anytime, and we should have just called AAA, and we would have been hundred and twenty bucks richer.
1: That was a good. That was a good story. I, yes. I like that story. Uh, yes, you can buy those things anywhere. That's crazy. Why don't more people do that? i sure we do not, we do not <laughs> condone car robberies, but that is a good well,
0: question. I'm not suggesting
2: that just we curious. go to Amazon.com and purchase a car door opener for $39.99. Car door car
0: opener. Hold on. So you can just spray it around, along the edge of the door and it'll just open.
1: <laughs> it's like a little opener. pump thing. You can buy a universal automobile lockout car door opener, nine-piece kit from Walmart for $25. Oh, my God. That's 20 That's 20. It's 20, Walmart? You could just steal it from Walmart.
2: You don't even have to pay the 25
1: bucks. I'm not condoning that. I am not
2: condoning stealing from Walmart. I'm just saying it is a very easy place to steal from if someone were to steal something.
0: Ask your for really- a friend. He doesn't know by from experience. I don't know. If just... from,
2: I'm too scared to steal anything. I accidentally went to the gas station like uh, six months ago and I always get Mentos whenever I drive down to Athens yeah, I because so... I like I have an oral fixation and I need something to distract my mouth. Not that kind of oral to distract <laughs> my mouth when I drive down. So I eat mints and then um, I was at the gas station and i picked up a pack of mentos but my hands were cold and full or something so i put it in my pocket because i was like oh i'll just walk up because i'm like getting other stuff like a water and stuff and then i go up to the counter i pay for my stuff and i walk out and i'm like oh shit i left the mentos in my pocket and i stole the mentos and i felt so bad the entire way home so i could never steal a nine piece kit car door opener from walmart so boys had yes, a I couple.
1: Know, you can you, you, <laughs> you can you can also get a thirteen piece kit for thirteen dollars from AliExpress.
2: Ooh, what do the extra four pieces do? <laughs>
1: for less, um, than, do eight it, dollars? It, it looks almost exactly <laughs> 11, like the a blood pressure measurer from the doctors, ah. but instead of a band, it's just a pad no that's the same thing the guy used that's the blacksmith and he charges 120 bucks for that and it was
0: 13 on AliExpress you could have went, went to Walmart bought one for 25 bucks, and done it yourself well I didn't know those things existed before that moment
1: Sorry,
0: I didn't
2: know how he was going to do it I didn't know it was a little I boop, 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 boop. think he's just going to walk up and break your window
1: <laughs> I honestly I thought that's kind of what he was going to do you're going to pay someone $100 to smash your window
2: <laughs> that would be a good service Oh, all, right. all right. Is that what therapy's like? Yeah, I feel like lighter, lighter now.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i been holding on to that Mentos thing for a long time. <laughs> when you go talk to the pre or uh, the father, you're like, "Father, for I have sinned. I stole a pack of Mentos. Forgive me." Oh, okay.
2: Brian, you want to uh, go? Well,
0: mine's not nearly as uh, personal uh, as that. <laughs> I was just going to complain about the fact that the NFL expanded playoffs are dumb. Seven seeds should not be in the playoffs. Um, the, the four seven seeds we've had were the Colts last year, which were all right. The Bears uh, last year, which were Ooh. shit. Uh, and then but the Steelers was the and Eagles game. this year. The, the Steelers and Eagles were just terrible teams. The Eagles didn't beat a team that made the playoffs the entire year. And the Steelers had a fucking scarecrow at quarterback. <laughs> he was He's just That's propped up like crow. there, like T-posing in the backfield. You know? Um, so, at all four of those games, the Bills Colts game last year was close. It shouldn't have been. Josh Allen basically almost gave the game away. But every other 2-7 game has been a blowout. And it's just been a worthless game for a 2C that really should deserve a buy. Like the Chiefs this year and the Bucs this year should. They deserved a buy. They played it well enough to get a buy. Um, I mean, it was
2: pretty much a buy.
0: Yeah, I know. They're pretty much buys. But the Bucs lost like two key players to an already injured team. And Tristan Morris and I think Ryan Jensen, their center, got injured as well.
1: And then the Chiefs... I think it was actually... Um, uh, Ali Marpet. Okay. Did he come back in the game? I know he went I think went so. Down. Yeah.
0: Whatever. Whichever other off. Both offensive linemen ended up coming back and maybe leaving later. But they just. There's no reason they should have to play that game. Like those two teams are not playoff caliber teams. No one expected them to be able to win a playoff game at all. Um. Both teams. I mean, the Eagles, I guess, got in because they won out. The Steelers got in because of some bullshit that happened at the end of the, in the last week of the season. So I, I'm i just saying, I don't think, yeah, they'll never go away because it's good
1: revenue. But they're not deserving of the spot. Brandon? Hot take. Even though those games sucked, the fact that those seeds existed gave us an electric week 18. And possibly the game of the year. Without those seven seeds, that game of the year does not happen probably. We don't have this whole tie thingy. Um, the Bucks. Oh, and... Wait, what, what
0: seed did the Chargers finish as?
1: Not in eight. the playoffs. Are they the
0: eight? Yeah, they finished. It.
1: Okay, yeah, I, know, I think so. So I guess yes. Then that ma- that made sense. It, it makes the regular season more entertaining, even though the playoff games kind of sucked. So it's a it's a trade off. I guess so. But in a but lot of other sucky years, football was...
0: is better than no football. Mm. We get two extra games of football. Yeah, but I'm just, right? I'm talking about from the team's perspective. Like, there's no yeah. reason Who for cares? them to have to do that.
2: Well, on that note, that does it for this week of uh, fantasy frenemies, week twenty one episode 21 not week 21 um thanks for listening everyone week 20 week 20 well technically yes week 20
0: well i guess we
2: no it's not it's
0: week 20 no but like of the podcast well yeah but
2: it's episode 21 of the podcast week 20 um (laughs) i feel lighter i feel like a new person after the off the chest segment um We'll see what happens in the rankings next week. Shit's going to go down, Fuck and I am you. very excited. <laughs> More you, football. These games should be a whole lot better, and hopefully not <laughs> as many blowouts as last week. So, yeah, for thanks me. for listening, everyone. But um, I must go all see out. You next week.
0: Out. Goodbye. Bye. Just this one. See you guys. ARs are burst guns Whichever will it be Sit the fuck down Default skin I'm here to kill the enemies (laughs) You tryna dethrone me From Vic Roy number one But you default skin You lose So best think you haven't won When I'm through with you We're gonna be completely fucking done Cause we only just begun I shoot through you No shoot by bitch gun So
2: come on you Default you are looking really sour Here let me show you Tilted towers Tilted towers Tilted towers You so fucking sweaty Bitch, you need a shower till the towers till the towers Look at this default he is hiding like a coward till the towers, till the towers You so fucking sweaty, bitch, you need a shower till the towers, till the towers This default bitch always acting like a coward